Hello, welcome to the Universal Hitchhiker. My name is Jeff. Uh, today with me, um, I'm going to be talking with Melissa Bonney of Ad Infinitum. Uh, if you don't know her from that, which is her latest project, uh, you should probably know her from many other projects. Uh, she started back about eight or nine years ago with a band called Evanmore, uh, and then most recently Rage of Light. Uh, she is also known for doing a whole bunch of uh, different uh, collaborations with a few other bands. Uh, I know Fire Schwans and uh, War Kings are two of the more popular pieces of work she's done. Uh, but she's bounced around in the business a lot. A really, really beautiful voice that uh, covers over uh, mostly predominantly metal music. Earlier this year, uh, her newest creation, Ad Infinitum, released Chapter One Monarchy. Right now, in early December, they're going to be uh, releasing Chapter One Revisited, which is basically an acoustic version of every one of those songs. They've already released uh, one, uh, and it, it sounds awesome. It's really cool to see how you can take uh, that metal aspect and her voice being as universal as it is, take a step back and strip it down and do more of a softer side uh, an acoustic version of all of those songs. Uh, so that's really cool to see. Uh, she was a great, great conversation. She's she's definitely loves what she does and and is a very hardworking individual. So it's it's inspiring to see someone you know who's really into the music and handpicks projects uh, on her own. And also she's very very active uh, with all those projects and things going on. She's She's definitely, she's definitely well organized and has a good head on her shoulders. So if you haven't heard of her previously, I hope that you take a chance to listen to all of her work, uh, not just the current stuff, because Rage of Light uh, is also a phenomenal band. Um, and there are some differences in the work. Ad Infinitum was kind of her way of kind of just doing some of the other things that she really wanted to do. And uh, it, honestly, the album and the band turned out to be exceptional. But again, the work previously with Rage of Light, who she is still a part of, and they're still very a very active band, you know, and she's done a couple other projects. So uh, she's done the Rock Meets Classic uh, Symphony, which they've done some work with uh, people like Alice Cooper, a couple other names, um, which that was kind of at the beginning of this year. And then obviously the pandemic made it slow down. So hopefully she'll get to work back on that again when things hopefully get whatever the new normal will be. So uh, I hope you enjoy the conversation. Thanks a lot for listening. Hi. <laughs> How you doing? I'm good. I appreciate you taking the time to talk to me. My name is Jeff. I am with the Universal Hitchhiker. Um, we do a podcast. Um, we try to hit as many different styles of music, uh, interesting people and whatnot. And, uh, you know, with all of your projects, uh, you were definitely a great, person that we really wanted to talk to. So um, if you don't mind, we can just dive right in. So you started basically doing choir at the age of six, right? That's kind of how you got into music? Yeah. Yes, I was uh, um, in the school choir um, for a couple of years. I don't remember how I got bored quite um, quickly, let's say. <laughs> I wanted to do my own things. 
uh, you know, when you're at school, you have to learn some school songs, let's say, and uh, I was more into the, at that time, I was more into the mainstream uh, songs, and I wanted to, to sing the songs that I actually listened to, so yeah, I was not very much into it. I quit, and I started to um, play these songs that I liked with the guitar, learning how to play the guitar at home. So you, you taught yourself how to play guitar? Yeah, but I would not say, I would not call myself a guitar player, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I can no. play some chords while singing to make it sound like music instead of just a cappella, but <laughs> I don't want to call myself a guitar player. Yeah. Well, how, how old were you when you split off the choir and started doing that, just kind of playing the guitar? That's a good question because hmm, I think I was maybe... 10 11 i guess when i when i decided to stop the choir and then it still took a couple of years until i i was able to play the guitar in front of people uh, or record myself um at home i think the very first time i performed on stage with with my guitar was you know we had this thing at school every year you had the it was called, it wasn't French, but if I translated it, of the artists. And um, you could do anything you want. You could dance, you could sing, you could do magic or whatever. You, the stage was yours for one performance. And that's the first time I played um, the guitar in front of people. And uh, I guess I was 13, 12, 13 by, by, back then. Wow, that's young. How many people were you in front of? It was in the the how is it called? It's the place where you do sport at school, but there's also a stage, and it was um, probably in front of let's say between one and two hundred people. It's basically the parents and the people of the village. It's not a big stage, you know. (laughs) So when you start, I mean, obviously the choir plays, you know, more classical style music and then you started diving into your own stuff were you into the style of music that you are now or what kind of music were you doing i was more into mainstream music i was uh until until honestly probably until i was 17 18 i was into only mainstream music like i don't know pop or uh r or yeah i was listening to Shakira, Rihanna, and, okay. and that kind of artists, and it changed quite late. But then I never left the metal scene. <laughs> how how did you get into the metal scene? <laughs> I um I was dating a guy back then who was uh, metalhead, and who introduced me to you know Nightwish, Camelot, Delane, uh, Rhapsody, and uh, all these bands. Okay. And then that just kind of that was it. You were like, no more, no more, no more pop music. I'm just, I like the heavy stuff. No, actually, you know, I listen to everything right now. It depends on my mood. So I just discover, I discovered a world that I didn't know and that I liked and still like very much. It's it was just an addition to everything I'm listening to. Obviously, um, it was like a revelation, let's say, because. Now I listen to metal much more than the than the rest, and uh, my taste evolved with uh, time. But yeah, it didn't uh, I didn't switch completely. 
Okay. So I mean, once you graduate, um, as I'm reading your bio and stuff like that, uh, once you graduate, you suddenly get out into the scene and you're playing shows, I'm assuming at clubs and whatnot. Were you, and it said you were kind of doing some solo stuff, but also playing with other bands. Were you just kind of, I mean, and you do that now, you tend to kind of bounce around and find different projects. Is that kind of how you started that whole process? I started, um, honestly, I started by uh, publishing some videos on the internet first. And then I joined my first metal band um, in 2012. And I was... I had some projects here and there, but back then it was mainly, you know, it was my main focus. Um, I was playing mainly with this band and I did a couple of shows like um, with some friends or uh, solo, acoustic solo, but not that much back then. It's only when I started to tour that I did some uh, guest appearances with other bands. Uh, but, but back then it was more focused on my own band. Oh, when the night comes back, all my fears and doubts, got my hand to choose the way to win this masquerade. You are my only star, my light in the dark, one drop in your wine and no. Someone is dead Goodbye, my 
So is it is it always been more of the like symphonic metal and then with the clean? Because I noticed that some of your work, um, you do get into kind of more of the throat mute, the throat sounds as opposed to the clean singing. Has it always yeah. been that or? No, I, I actually I learned um, how to scream. I guess it was one year before we started with Radio Flight, and. Um, it's it's always been you know depending on the project depending on the mood uh, it's always been very balanced between clean and 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 and, and growls actually um, I I uh, I just had to find somehow um, which projects would welcome what kind of vocals and which emotions I wanted to give and depending on the songs there would be um, more aggressivity in my vocals and or more softness it, it there's no there's no rule really no are you are you do you participate in the writing in all the bands you've been in yeah um with bridge of light um i do mainly the 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 vocals which means the vocal melodies um vo vocal lines lyrics um everything only vocal related when the rest of the song is created already by John. Uh, with Ad Infinitum, I participate to the the whole songwriting process with the guys. Yeah. Well, I mean that's this this is your baby, right? I mean that yeah. that's this is something where you've been doing working with a lot of people, but then you said, I want to do this my own way and do my own thing. Was that that had to have been a little bit scary to kind of break out a little bit, or I mean, I assume the support group for it was pretty good. Um, it was not scary because when I started working, when I started writing the songs, uh, I was writing, I was writing them and sending them to Oliver Phillips, who was supervising the whole thing and advising me. So if something was completely wrong, he would tell me. You know, he has a lot of experience. And he's been writing songs as well and um, doing orchestrations and working with many great bands. So I I kind of fully relied uh, on him and on his judgment. So I felt like someone with experience had my back and it was easy to uh, just focus on the creativity and not um, uh, too much of will people like it or not. Of course, when, it, when we came to the point when uh, we were about to release the album. We were, of course, a little bit scared, you know, because you don't know how it will be welcome. It's the first yeah. album. Will people like it or not? Um, but we were such a great team, you know. We had uh, Oliver Phillips doing the producing us, like advising um, after we sent the, the demos, advising us and creating the orchestrations. We worked with Jacob Henson, who is the best um studio uh engineer i know he mixed and mastered the album and he's just amazing you know we sent him tracks and we got them back and we were like oh my god we i, I remember i will remember forever the time when the band was in austria we were um in um we were about to film uh marching on versailles and we got the um, we got the the, the first mix of the song and we were in the in the studio of Fabio from Serenity because I think we were just rehearsing in his studio actually and um, and since we were there when uh, we received the mix we 
told him, can we play it in your, on your sound system? Because he has this beautiful studio. So he did it. And just, you know, this first impression with a very good sound system, it was so impressive. It's almost like, is it really us, you know? So we had a very, very great team also when it comes to the music videos. So yeah, it was not like jumping um, in the in the water without the safety jacket. Yeah. So all the songs on this, um, on the uh, on the album, was this stuff that you had already been kind of kind of dreaming up while you were with Rage of Light and you were like, I'm not going to share this with these guys because I want my own project. I'm, I'm just kidding. But I mean, um, was that kind of is that kind of some stuff that you've been holding on to? Or did you just as soon as this project started, you said, I'm going to start writing? Actually, it's funny because um, the very, very first demos that we didn't use, um, I, I had the help of uh, John from Rage of Light because he he is a very, very good songwriter. And um, I was starting, I was just starting with this because I had written songs before, but you know, more like we are in the re rehearsal room and we jam together and we, we will see where that goes. I had never really written songs from the very beginning until the end. And I started to work with him, but it was clear that the style was not at all for Ridge of Light. So we knew, we we were very open about this. And um, there was no, uh, okay, this is a very good stuff that I want to keep for myself because I want to keep it for my baby and this <laughs> is for Ridge of Light. It was very easy. It was no brainer what was for which project. Um, so, well, I mean, so then John, Oliver, all these people are supporting you. I mean, that's kind of cool. How do you, yeah. cause you just released the album with Rage of Light last year. How do you balance all this? Um, it just balances itself, I guess, because we, um, so we released this album and then we had some shows and then, you know, because of, first of all, with Corona, with life events and everything, it's, it was just obvious that to, 2020 was the year of Ad Infinitum and um, you know last year we had a lot of promotion for Rage of Light and, and uh, live shows etc etc and this year it's more like we John is writing and we are doing some we're making some demos and it's the behind the scenes work so it it balances itself actually. Um, with all your writing and stuff throughout, I guess throughout the time, with Rage of Light um, and uh, Evermore, all of that, were you always doing the lyrics or was that a mix? Um, most of the time I was doing the lyrics, but uh, at the very beginning of Rage of Light, when John contacted Noe and I for the recordings, he already had lyrics and vocal lines and everything. So the very first EP we did together, um, I don't think I contributed much to the to the vocals. Um, I probably changed a few lines here and there because it was more comfortable for my voice, but uh, all the credits go to him for this one. Do you get writer's block ever where you're just kind of starting to write and then you just kind of just can't think of what to put on the page next? Mm, I, I Sometimes it's super easy and I just write an entire song. And it this is where it's interesting sometimes i have an idea for uh vocal melody 
and I'm just so inspired that the lyrics come super fast. And sometimes I have inspiration for the lyrics and then I have an entire page of lyrics and then I have to find vocal, the vocal melodies and it's usually harder that way. Um, and sometimes I have ideas for both and then at some point I'm stuck and, and then I listen to the whole thing and I don't like it and I start over. So when you do write your lyrics, where do you get the inspiration for the subject matter and, and I guess the poetry that goes with it? It really depends. Um, through the years, sometimes I've, I've really uh, used songwriting as a way to tell whatever I had in mind or tell a story that I, that I imagined. So it really depends if it's, sometimes it's a matter of uh, telling a story and making people tra travel in their own minds and sometimes it's like I have something to say and I'm gonna put it on paper you know what I mean Like the 